Got a bad bitch on me. What? What? Got a bad bitch on me. She D T F. She tell me she D T F. I heard she D T F. What? And you ain't hanging with the team if you ain't down to fuck. Okay. Well, Lord, welcome to DTF, Daryl Timmerie Fun Hour. It is the greatest sex education comedy, sometimes game show, podcast in the known universe. Hi, I'm your resident sexuality educator, Dr. Timmerie. And I'm your residential other person, Daryl Charles. Residential? Uh, did I say, no, I said residential. Resident, look, hey, hi. Yeah, hey, what's going on? Thank you yeah. for tuning in. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for uh, listening this far into the podcast. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> now the podcast is, I don't know, um, a year-ish? It's close to something? Yeah, a year and a week. Okay. Well, I don't know. No, no, no. It's a. It's been a year since our last live. Since our last show. live show. Yeah, yeah. I don't sure. remember when. You know, it, it, everybody took. Everyone was shell shocked and thought this was only going to be for two weeks. And then two weeks later, we were like, "Oh no, this is never going to end until we pick another president." Yep, but and, we did. Yeah, we did. But then, then, after we realized that. Then people started being like, well, how can I continue to do what I was doing? And so, like, then the Zoom bubble started to blow up, and maybe three weeks, two weeks later, we had a, we started online. I don't know. And we're also still coming up on eight years in May mm-hmm. of the show in, in general. In May, will so, be eight years of DTF. So thank you to everybody for supporting our shenanigans in all of for the real. forms. Yeah. We'll be back in person at some point. Shit's going to get real fun and weird this summer. Everyone's going to be horny, shot out of a cannon, yep. just licking poles, just just kissing strangers. Like It's, it's going to be a problem. V.E. day, you know? Yep. They could, they could, they, I, I, at this point, I don't care if there are microorganisms or was it nanomachines in the vaccine. I don't care. <laughs> Look, put the mark of the beast right on my right wrist. I don't care barcode me I just want to be able to go outside mm-hmm. and not have to worry about the fact that I don't wear my mask when I'm in the street and I see all the people who do and then try to give me the, the looks like mm, you ain't got your mask on like we're on a public street and I'm not anywhere near you I'll I'll be the villain here it's fine I'm just excited to lick people's faces. It's well, going to get real weird. Yeah. I'm going to just well, go so back funny. to having colds all the time. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, uh, uh, as a performance artist, uh, you, you and I are both these things. Um, I know, personally, I got diseases as soon as they came to Philly. There was little time before cold season hit that I didn't have it because I was going to the Raven Lounge. And I think that that is pretty much the end all. That's the end of the statement. I, be, I go to the Raven Lounge. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna catch something there. Um, they oh, sell least, Plan B, so you can catch anything. <laughs> at least, <laughs> right? That's uh, where I got least... rickets. Huh? What happened? I don't know what rickets is, but I just was gonna say that's where I got rickets. <laughs> I don't know what that is, and I'm sorry if anyone's right. suffering from that. Right, in the basement of the Raven Lounge is the bubonic plague. Like it, it yeah, the, it's a wonderful bar, a great establishment. Please, you know, patronize it, um, whatever. But like, 
Yeah. It's so where it's the streets are. And we was in the yeah. streets. And so I would get sick immediately to the point where I had to start being like not a hypochondriac, but I had to start taking care of myself to make sure I didn't get sick. So I started getting flu shots. I started washing my hands. I didn't touch people. Uh, when I did improv, I wouldn't put anybody's anything in my mouth. That was a thing that I would do. Um, That's amazing that that was a hard line. <laughs> like, I'm just I did like, it wow. once. Well, you know, you're playing and it's all make believe. Mm-hmm. And at one point, I was like, oh, and I did that just you know for the extra joke of doing it. And as soon as I did, it, I was like, I'm gonna get sick. And then boom. It's uh, gonna be a whole thing. Like in the burlesque world, sometimes people would take money with their teeth. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wonder what's gonna happen to that practice. I mean, I, I, it can't be gone. That people will, it can't be gone. But you know what you do. Whiskey shot. Oh, and then just kills everything in your mouth. Yeah. Take the take the dollar with the teeth. Make sure mm. it's just teeth. Mm. If you got if your lips get on it, I guess. Make sure you're well hydrated. You don't want to crack lips. But then you want to, yeah, throw a shot of liquor in there and swish it around. That'll kill everything. Yeah, that's the solution. Thanks Remember for one time, DTF where our solution is drink yeah. whiskey and that'll solve all drink your whiskey. problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I remember one time I went to a bar in Old City and I did a shot of gin and I'm I did sorry. not re- I did not realize that my lips were chapped oh. until I took that shot and I felt fire in three specific places on my lip. Oop. It was amazing. Like good amazing? Like there's a thin line between pleasure and pain. Uh, oh, my yeah. senses were awakened. Oh, okay. I felt every piece of that. <laughs> I went into subspace. Play. Okay, okay. Burning. Yeah, it was yeah. like that. Impact play is not the only form of BDSM. I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> we talk oh, about no. that enough. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. There's plenty of things you can do. Well, speaking of this, again, this show, despite our best efforts, is not actually about the pandemic. It's about sex. (laughs) (laughs) So I think with that, we can probably head into our first piece of fucking news. I feel like that's a good solution. All right. So the first thing we're going to talk about, um, if you aren't already familiar with it, International Sex Workers Rights Day, which the origins of it go back to 2001, and it has to do with activists in India. And uh, over 25,000 sex workers gathered for a, a festival despite prohibition groups that were that were trying to prevent it. Um, and it was, it was organized by this Calcutta-based group. Um, and sex work is a, is a major component of Indian uh, economy and culture. And they have largely uh they've contributed a great deal to the international sex workers movement um and on international sex workers rights day this year which is march 3rd if i did not already mention that um there was a press release from the california hiv aids policy research center which just straight up and came out and said here are all our opinions on the criminalization and regulation of the sex trade from a public health perspective decriminalize now basically is the tldr version yeah so we'll go into like the details of it but that's that's the that's the main gist of it what what were your takeaways from that i mean you know it's nice to be right um we've been saying that for nearly eight years 
in public, well, you know, behind a paywall, but uh, we've been saying it for a long time that sex work is work. It's called the oldest profession for a reason. Um, well, it's probably not actually the oldest, but that's a fun thing to call it. I like it. But I just, but I'm going to be all like Adam ruins everything where I'm just like, it's probably not, probably that was, you know, what do you think else. was, what do you think it was? I mean, I, I'm not a, the barter system for like, um, but it was probably something having to do with like food or, you know, <laughs> like some kind of basic provisions actually probably first, the, the yeah, indications probably. are. And then if you're going to talk about like, you know, tangible goods versus bartering versus currency, things like that. Um, yeah, there's not really a lot of evidence that actually like sex work was the first thing, but um, it's definitely been around and it's certainly been around longer than a lot of industries that we consider to be legitimate. So right. like, it's certainly been around longer than banking. <laughs> like, yeah. So there's that. Yeah. So yeah, um, right. It's it and and it's it's work, and you should treat it that way. The the criminalization of it really just has to do with sex negativity in our culture, and um, and I mean it's also going to go into what we're going to talk about next. But the political talking points of uh, criminalizing sex work are outlined in this paper that is like they always talk about the public good and the safety of those who have to do the work or you know choose to do the work and yeah what what the these people i can't remember who they are the california hiv aids policy research centers swap la um i guess that's sex workers something something I don't know. sex um, workers outreach project yeah uh do you see la global Re- lab for research and action and the Center for HIV, ooh boy, that's tiny. Anyway, the Chipits, Chip. Yeah, this Identification Prevention and Treatment Services. Yeah. Yes. Center for. They came together to say, like, here are the reasons people give to say it's okay to uh, criminalize sex work, and here and here's all the reasons that they're wrong. That uh, yeah. it's it, yeah. So you know. Better minds than yours have thought about this. And and it's not just the thinking either. They're also going through the data. Like, what are what are the things that we want? Right. Like, what are the things that we as a culture would would prefer? And what are the things that we don't want? Right. And like, based on what model of criminalization and regulation there is, what are the outcomes? Right. Like, wouldn't that be wild if we based our policies off of outcomes isn't that something well, like we haven't been yeah. around enough years that we're not just guessing yeah it's like well you know the way that i feel is right well <laughs> so, god said know, i get that but here's what we've done yeah yeah so like they're looking at um the idea that you know the criminalization of the sex trade would would be good because it's preventing a bad thing and it'll keep people safer or something like that. But there's, there's actually, this is a specific uh, quote that I love out of this thing that there's just like scant evidence Mm -hmm. that criminalization does anything that is good for public health or for the, the people that are doing it. There's, there's no evidence that it being a criminal action is in any way helping anyone and we have lots of evidence obviously to the contrary especially from people who've been arrested um that like especially if if you know you didn't choose this line of work it was like you needed a place to live or 
you know, whatever. Like, to have a criminal record isn't really going to help you on any level. Right. Then, I mean, there's, yeah, just that. But, th- yeah, there's no way that you can say you're helping anybody out. It's like, okay, um, the a- anyone who's in it is essentially dehumanizing himself and hurting themselves. Okay, for one, uh, you'd have to ask those people. And there are plenty of people who have had long and storied careers uh, plying the sex trade, and they love themselves, and they have a community of people around them who love them, and they're fine. Um, if it's if it's uh, human trafficking you want to stop, then actually legalizing sex and bringing bringing the government in to make sure that working conditions are good actually helps with that. It's so there is there is there's a yeah, there's a there, line there though. There's, there's a line. Like, there's so when you talk to most sex workers um, and and activists there, the the line is actually not legalization; it's decriminalization. Mm. And so when we break this down into its individual pieces, right? Like, so the first thing is like criminalization obviously doesn't help. Criminalization increases the odds of violence and STDs. And, and you also then have to deal with potential harassment and abuse from the police. And if you speak right. to sex workers about who they've been abused by, the police are usually in that list. And that's, I'm going to not all police, right? Whatever. Um, but like, they just had to, <laughs> what, I can't remember what state it was, but they just passed a law that said police cannot have sex with sex workers who they've arrested. There was just a federal law for the first time, too. Like, there's been a number of states. This was the first time that just passed. You know that old saying, if they had to make a law. (laughs) Right. Yeah. 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 So, like, on top of that, right, like, so criminalization is obviously bad. And then the next, like, what seems like a compromise, we've mentioned this before, the the end, um, the demand model, or Mm -hmm. also known as the Nordic model, where it's decriminalized for the supplier but not for the person purchasing it Um, that model you know like again theoretically feels like it would make sense but in actuality what it does is it drives away the law-abiding folks and the ones who are more violent are actually more likely to make threats because they are in you know danger of being arrested so they just kind of do whatever they want and yeah the outcomes are greater numbers of sexual assault greater numbers of of other types of violent incidences and then when you come to a legalization model then you have to deal with the problem that there'll be you know usually then your name is on a list and that may or may not cause problems for your future career prospects yeah. there may be a lot of like invasion of like requiring a certain amount of testing that that is not financially feasible to do or is actually doesn't make any sense because the clients don't have to do the testing <laughs> like right. just a lot of stuff so like most sex workers are advocating for something that's just decriminalization and just you know make it possible to report to the police if something happens and and just take away all these these terrible things because that's what the evidence shows would be best for people and for public health yeah well so, i mean i feel I feel like we're moving towards something like this, though. Like, there's more momentum for this than I've ever seen in my lifetime. That's true. I think, yeah, um, around the world, many nations uh, are tackling this in the in their own way. Australia has famously decriminalized it and has legal brothels, and uh, it has been shown to reduce a lot of the things that people who oppose it say they don't want. Um yeah, I mean, there is the Nordic model, um, that, uh, you know, that was like Reno. Yeah, there are places in America where it's been well, decriminalized yeah, or legalized. Well, there, yeah. well, I think it's all of Nevada except for Las Vegas. 
right is, is I think legalized. So. Yeah. 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 Even and you're though- right, this this paper does point to like licensing and regulating as a as an as an as an option. Um, yeah. And when it yeah. brings up licensing and regulating as an option, they say, you know, it's been shown that the strategy of licensing and regulating sex work allows uh, education to be given and education to be given to the workers and for um, health checkups to be given to them as well. It's shown that there's a line in here. The strategy has lowered incidence of rape and sexual abuse in the Netherlands by 30 to 40%. Uh, legalized brothels in Nevada report low violence and STIs compared to illegal markets in other states due to worker safety regulations. So you can bring in regulations. Like if you're going to have a, a den of iniquity, you have to provide a certain base level of uh, accoutrement for the sex workers. This doesn't... I mean, the the, the problem is that there is always going to be until we figure out how to get over how much we hate each other there's always going to be a subset of people who have to do this shit under duress or will not meet the qualifications I guess you could say right there's always going to be people who are doing like subsistence sex uh, work survival sex work survival sex work that's what it is survival sex work and whatnot. and so adding um legal loopholes in order to do it legally uh is probably going to harm them right like and yeah but the yeah there's there's also the issue that i've i've spoken to people who work in the legal brothels and it's like you just gotta hope you work for a good one right because like they are like any other company they're as exploitative as capitalists are right so Mm -hmm. in those situations yeah sure it's legal and you have security there you can call and that's cool but like there's still going to be racism there's still going to be all of the other problems that exist at every other right. job right. and because it's it's you know very formalized in that way it's like the the most marginalized just continue to be and it's harder to you know like have your own system when there is that one over top so that's the that's the downside there yeah. <laughs> with, yeah. with i mean it's a give and yeah. take but i think uh not I think the the real takeaway is that it shouldn't be criminalized right like Mm -hmm. no matter what you do what you shouldn't do is just make it illegal and just start arresting people where is it in America it's like having condoms and and being a woman is reason for the police to stop and arrest you Oh, so that was New York, and I believe that has just finally, like, in the walking while trans bills, like, that's basically what they've they've been referred to as, mm. where um, there were just disproportionately trans and women of color uh, just being stopped, and, and yeah, having condoms on you in New York was considered evidence against you of, of sex work. So that has finally been overturned um, right. very recently. Right. Very recently, so you know it's it's uh the the conversation is moving forward, and we celebrate yeah. that, and we at the same time urge people to think about it think just think about it right like if your your family <laughs> i I can't remember it was a tweet i i hate the fact I hate the fact that people go somebody said because it mm-hmm. just it takes away any of the like trying to give attribution to the person who did the thing 
said the thing, came up with the thought, whatever. Um, but I have to say, somebody on Twitter said, um, if you think that uh, sex work is selling a body, but construction work isn't, then you just have a problem with sex. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the way that labor works is you trade in the good years of your life <laughs> and the, the real uh, the mobility and, 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 uh, and strength of your muscles for pay. If you could do that and also come and have a good time, wouldn't you rather? I don't know. I would. Personally. Yeah. <laughs> like Personally. Between between the things, I mean, like working working like road construction is not my jam. So <laughs> not really a thing for me. I mean, no, you know No shade to it. No shade to it at all. It's just oh no. like it looks hard. That's all. Oh no. <laughs> it looks hard. Like, yeah. I've had a ton of um not a ton of, but you know, the, the manual labor jobs that I've had in my life, I appreciated because so much of my life has been about thinking and being an intellectual that like getting uh, labor work was like, this is great. I just have to make my body do stuff. I'm just picking up boxes. This is fantastic. I don't have to think about it. I get a, I get a chance to clear my head as opposed to like trying to do row reduced echelon forms and thinking about Fourier transforms all fucking day and trying to figure out what the hell the tangent is when the thing goes up in the air. Like, you know, I have had that, but, uh, you know, construction works, great work. If you like it, you get to be outside, you get to do stuff. You've saw the end of, uh, office space. <laughs> he was working construction and he was enjoying himself. He was cleaning up, the office building that got burned down by Milton. So, you know... Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Sorry. (laughs) For a movie that came out 20 years ago. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, there's great things to, you know, um, manual labor and and labor-based jobs. But, yeah, sex work is just like those. And, And we also need to stop talking about this on this, like, binary of either consensual or coercive, right? And... On, on one end of the spectrum, there's, of course, trafficking, but trafficking exists outside of sex work, and you're actually much more likely to find it in domestic and agricultural labor. Yeah. So, How about like, that? if you care about those things, I agree with you. Right. I agree that trafficking I, is a horrible thing. Yep. And so, yeah, let's do a lot more to take care of the people that are, like, picking our our our, our fruits and vegetables. Let's right. do a lot more to take care of the people that are nannying and and doing mm-hmm. housekeeping and you know making, making sure yeah and making sure that people's immigration status isn't the basis upon which their like employer treats them well or not i mean that's right. a problem even in office work if you're an immigrant i have friends yeah. who are on a visa and basically because you're on a visa like yep. there's no grace period you lose your job you're gone you go. know so like it's exploitative as hell and i I agree. Trafficking is terrible, terrible, but like we have an absolute misunderstanding of the numbers. Like, for instance, I was reading the other day, like this survey data of like, you know, QAnon isn't the first time people have been wrong about child trafficking. But now because of its prevalence, they did surveys of like, how many kids do you think are currently being trafficked? And like a big chunk of people were like, oh, probably like 300,000, which is just like, that's amazing. No, no. <laughs> they're not. They're not three. No, it's not like that. And I wish that they cared that much about, you know, like trans kids that were homeless. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, right. there are real kids out there right. that are that are struggling. So don't imagine ones. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> like, These kids aren't 
stuck in some horrible hole in the ground where they're only brought out for use. No, there are plenty of kids who are homeless on the streets in the city that you live in that you walk mm-hmm. by and say they need to do better. So stop that part and don't worry about the imaginary ones that, you know, your your favorite podcast host has told you about. <laughs> oh, God. But I'm going to decide that we're their favorite podcast host right now. Uh, okay, well, yeah, you know, your second favorite. <laughs> yeah. If you like yeah. this podcast, you probably don't like those. You, I, yeah. yeah. We yeah. have, I get we, we preach to the choir a lot. And I appreciate yeah, the choir. Fun. The choir is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Your robes mm-hmm. look great. Yeah. You obviously have a steamer. You're amazing. Doing doing phenomenal. The voice sounds lovely. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Everybody's great. Yeah. So this was yeah, this is great news. Um so thank you to the phenomenal public health researchers who are bringing this information forward and trying to make policy based on oh, I don't know, evidence. Empirical <laughs> evidence like actually this is what has happened in the history of humanity. And given all of that, here is the best way to go forward that won't repeat a lot of the travesties of the past. Yeah. I think I think it only takes one cop to rape a sex worker before you go, hey, the fuck? But, you know, there's a lot of people who will go, well, what was the sex worker wearing? And I just go, mm. hold on a second. One of these people has the ability to kill in the name of the state and the other person was a rape victim. Anyway, all right. <laughs> so I feel like on on that note you might want to go to some lighter news. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> you want to go to our next piece of fucking news? Yeah. All right. So, our next piece of fucking news. This is yeah, this is definitely this is this is way lighter. It's um, way lighter, but I'm going to get even angrier. <laughs> oh, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. Okay. So, this uh as of this recording this is you know a few days old news so when you listen to this who knows what will have happened by then but <laughs> they released images of uh the next space jam movie including mm-hmm. lola bunny and in the the first iteration the first space jam uh that had michael jordan she was very very sexualized i mean she wasn't as sexualized as the fan fiction that got like passed around as being right. canon this week but she was definitely like they were going for cute it was it was not subtle it was you know old bugs bunny style like you know she's she's supposed to be sexy like that right. is absolutely a fact and the new version is um a little less so right so she's not wearing a crop top and she's dressed she's like she actually less. is playing basketball yeah and she you know doesn't have purple eyeshadow right. <laughs> necessarily <laughs> and they don't i mean she just has a more neutral tone and she's still got some great eyeliner and she's still got a badonk you know it's just it's definitely less you know she's she's a hot athlete girl she's not a stripper pretending to be doing basketball which again i love i love strippers i love athletes i love athletes who are strippers i love i think every stripper is an athlete uh, yeah i think all sizes of boobs all sizes of badonks are equally potentially sexy right so that's another thing they're all sexy i'm gonna say equally but that's i'm a guy who likes to I, I'm a well, guy I mean, who is who has been surreptitiously brought into breath play. Um, so that just mm-hmm. says something about the sizes of things I like. But that that's neither here okay. nor there. It's not about me. Okay. 
Okay. It's about Logan. But I mean, there's there's of course just been so much discourse about this, and it ranges from people who be like, just because her boobs are smaller doesn't mean she's less sexy, <laughs> and then other people who are like, this is leftist cancel culture because I can't jerk off to this like cartoon anymore. I man, I mean, it's like, were you really? Were you? In is, some of was these cases, I bet they were. Yeah. For? Which is fine because it. You know, I have no problem True. with furries, like or or just anthropomorphic porn. Yeah. If I great, whatever brings you joy. You know, that's a good point. If if um, it's hurting nobody jerking off to Lola Bunny. <laughs> yeah, right. If if you were jerking off to Lola Bunny and you heard that uh, LeBron was doing the next Space Jam and you were like, thank God, the animators at fucking Warner Brothers have to put new ink to these tits um if that was you and you're a little disappointed that you know she ain't stacked like that i'm sorry but (laughs) the people who are standing up to be like oh no like pierce morgan and (gasps) lauren bobert like all of this like oh my god i can't believe that they are saying uh, oh actually no sorry pierce morgan and lauren bobert were talking about mr potato head and the removal (laughs) of the gendered <laughs> language around a fucking potato that Mister. you can put stuff yeah. in. Like, okay. But if these people were saying, anything. I was, I had a sexual relationship with Mr. Potato Head or I jerk <laughs> off at every Tuesday and Thursday, I put up, I play Space Jam and I put up a bunch of uh, NSFW pictures of Lola Bunny and I just wail on myself. Uh, that's how I go to bed. I do it every Tuesday and Thursday because I'm dehydrated if I do it any more days of the week. If that's the kind of life you are living, then man, yeah, I get being upset. But if you never... <laughs> but that movie still exists. You can still do it. You can still do it. And that's fine. And you should be able to. But to complain that someone in the pipeline... And and, and mind you, uh, it's funny that the... Is the director a black guy? I think he is. And um, Charles Blow... Uh, was the com- columnist on the New York Times that said that Lola Bunny's old appearance added to rape culture, which I think is fucking on point. Um, you 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 add you diversify the stream of talent behind the scenes, and someone says, "Hey, this Lola Bunny don't look like somebody that plays basketball. If she's supposed to be the best person on the court, this is somebody who spends a lot of time on the court." they typically don't look like that or they typically don't accentuate that part of them while they're playing fucking basketball because they are trying to uh, worry about fucking pick and rolls and not fucking getting felt up so anyway it's she's she's very funny because it's like okay so the idea that the second best player right after lebron is not the tallest or the biggest or anything like that whatever like the laws of physics are completely suspended in these things anyway well i mean Um, it's cartoons but it's just it's it's very the whole thing is is very funny because like nothing about this is accurate and nothing like it's just none of this matters it's all very silly but the problem Mm -hmm. is there's only one female ever right it's this is the problem of tokenization with any group if you've only got one example of that group then they have to be 
everything to everybody and right. then they're not allowed i mean because some people honestly kind of are stereotypes of a group to which they belong that's where stereotypes come from but like if the only depictions of that group are stereotypes that's not good right and so like if your only female is the only character who's sexualized like if you don't have a sexy male rabbit also for real i want i want to see bug bunny's uh dick print throw it in his shorts real fast <laughs> Yeah, where's his John Ham situation? You know, when he stands up too quick, I want to hear a small clap. <laughs> uh, you know, hey, look, I don't, I don't think Bugs Bunny wears underwear. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Let him, <laughs> let him hang free. I mean, Bugs is is a, is a sexy character in a lot of ways, especially oh, between. Bugs. He's so androgynous between, and he's super yeah, sexy. When he does yeah. drag, when he does drag, he's real, he's real sexy. Um, and you know, obviously, there's. You know, just like he's he's a talented <laughs> character who does lots of things, and that's that's appealing, right? But like, you know, like you can you can be sexy and not femme. Well, imagine right. that. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Isn't <laughs> and you could be you could be a female rabbit and be sexy and not femme, also. Like because yeah. there's lots of there's lots of sexy butches. Like this is this is the thing is is we're like, you know, the the thing that peers and all these random weirdos are like upset about is they're like women must be very specifically this one way otherwise I get confused because I'm like attractive but you're not normal now I have to think about who I am as a person Mm -hmm. yeah it's uh, absolute trash and it's yeah it's the same thing with the it's uh, you know I hate to be the one but it's a diversion but it definitely (laughs) is like no one is upset I, I the last 40,000 times I've heard cancel culture be mentioned. It was not from anyone who would cancel somebody. It has always <laughs> been by people who feel persecuted, who aren't even in the conversation. So, yeah, it's the same thing with fucking Mr. Potato Head, the same thing with Lola Bunny. Like, I am happy that people are trying to give, trying to uh, desexualize a lot of the depictions of women in media, especially for kids. But um, I'm happy that that's happening. I don't think, I mean, I, I, you know, I think that there is something very funny and it's still funny about Bugs Bunny putting on a little Chiquita banana hat and, you know, uh, enticing Elmer Fudd into falling <laughs> off of a cliff. I think it's very funny and it plays on Elmer Fudd being hopelessly attracted to anything that looks female and I think that that is fine I have I've been Elma Fudd more days than I have not been <laughs> but, but I think you know you want well-rounded things it's it again it's um and not again well again because I say it all the time it's not that the people who were upset with the depiction uh weren't complaining before it's that no one cared about their complaints now because we have the internet and everybody has Twitter, like you get more, you get a larger number of opinions. And it just so happens that a lot more people thought that the shit was whack way before. Mm. Yeah. You know, and. And and I also think it's, it's worth mentioning because we were talking about before we started recording how this like ties into the Dr. Seuss stuff and all those sort of things, because like my very first thought was, you know what this whole conflagration is doing? Telling me there's going to be a Space Jam 2 and they didn't have to pay for commercials. This is also the truth. 
because we talked about the Dr. Seuss thing as an example, right? So just like obviously it, just a refresher for people, the family of Dr. Seuss, the estate was like, hey, maybe we shouldn't have these like super racist, not very popular books <laughs> go out anymore. The books that nobody talks about because they're so fucking racist. How about we just don't put them in stores anymore? And that was it. They didn't cancel him. He's he's still got a ton of books. And so all of these Republican conservative or whatever, they're like, I'm going to buy the shit out of Green Eggs and Ham, which yeah. wasn't the book in question. Right. Exactly. They bought the books that weren't the ones that they took off the shelves. It's not like they were like, oh, and it's it, it was just it was just a stick it to the libs thing because it wasn't even like. Well, I'm going to go buy them because in 10 years, they're not going to be around and then the value will go up. No, it was like, (laughs) I want this to be number one, just to show people who had never cared that they're wrong. (laughs) And And it's annoying because it, 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 uh, it. They're sending money directly to the people they're claiming to be mad at also, which is the very funny thing, because it's just the stupidest way to be mad. Oh, no, no, no. They're not sending money to people who they claim to be mad. They're sending money to... Well, yeah, they're... So, like, all of these people are then buying the books, which means the money goes to Dr. Seuss's estate, who were the people who canceled those books. Oh, yes, in that case. I thought you meant, like, with, like, you know, Morgan, whatever his fucking name is, and people of that... Who, you know, it comes out that they were uh, at least a little bit racist the entire fucking time. And then, you know, they're the the people who manage them say, you're too much of a hassle. I can't work with you. And then they end up uh, number one on the charts for, you know, some remarkable amount of time. It's like, you know, you're being used. (laughs) Mm-hmm. It's it's generating this outrage so you can like use your wallet to fucking um, stick it to somebody, and it's like mm-hmm. if you want to stick it to somebody, fucking ignore it. Uh, I, I don't know a better way to stick it to somebody, but you know, it is what it is. What I'm saying is, my album Black Gentrifier is on sale, and I would really <laughs> like for you to buy it. Yeah, vote with your dollars. Vote Support with your Black dollars. Gentrifier. Get your Black Gentrifier hoodie from. T public yes. and support artists. Yes. If you actually want to vote with your dollars. For and, real. Uh, Watch the next slut church. It's it's gonna be fun. Oh, it always is. It always <laughs> is. You know? Like <laughs> Yeah, do that. So you support use your dollars that way. It's so just hilarious to me. Drumming up this thing. Like a company decides they're gonna try to be a little like uh, who is it? Oreo? Oh my god, yeah, Oreo was like, trans people exist. And it's like, whoa, trans people okay? Exist. And everybody was like, well yeah. then, fuck you, I'm never buying Oreos again. I was like, okay, <laughs> alright. I promise it's you, funny. everyone who said, I'm never buying Oreos again, bought Oreos the next week. Because if you weren't <laughs> buying Ore- Oreos, are bad for you. It's all hydroxinated fucking oil. It's, it's just sweet fat. Anyone who it's cares vegan. about their body understands that this shit is a treat you you, you buy it every once in a while and you eat them sparingly <laughs> people's like I'm Theoretic. never getting them again we're eating a pack a week a day a, a two days the only people they last about a week in my house are already hooked yeah I mean like I'm not gonna buy any more Oreos because they did that like the the question of buying them or not is like do I 
need to brush my teeth more? (laughs) To me, it's like, have I been good? Have I have I been eating well? Did I exercise for the past few days? Then, and and it's on sale. All right, like that's look at this weird flavor. (laughs) Right. Well, no, I don't know new flavors. The the they went golden. They went golden when they went golden. They was I was like, oh, these motherfuckers are playing. They they playing hardball because I was a Vienna Fingers guy until the Golden Oreo came out, and I was like, oh, these motherfuckers ain't even kidding around now. And now they got the golden double stuff. Listen, this podcast is not brought to you by Oreo at all. <laughs> but they can feel free to sponsor us. Oh, please. I listen. You heard the way my dulcet tones were hyping up some Oreos. Give me $8 and see what the fuck I could do. I'm not saying that it's 8 We have to talk about that. But I'm saying. <laughs> Just give me free Oreos. That'd probably be fun. Huh? Send me a box. <laughs> And oh, I don't mean a pack. Is... I mean a box of packs. You know what I mean? Anyway. A pallet. Send me a, a pallet. pallet. Yeah. One pallet will <laughs> do you nothing. This also reminds me of the, the Burger King thing. It was like International Women's Day. And, the, and oh, they Lord. apparently. What a piece. I, I mean, to... I was just like, wow, <sighs> Burger King. Like, yeah, that's playing it well. They, I mean, you know. No. I had to give modest I mean, applause. It, no. It was. Again, it, it generated a bunch of people talking about Burger King. Because, yeah. like, in case you missed it, the initial tweet was women belong in the kitchen, which is supposed to be clickbaity, right? And right. the assumption is that everyone reads Twitter on the threads and they don't just see the thing. But mm-hmm. it, later in the thread, it's talking about trying to get more women into positions of culinary control. Right, right. There aren't but, enough female chefs in the world. But... That's that's but in like, subsequent Burger tweets. Burger King didn't have any women on its board of directors the oh, last time. Oh. Yeah, see, this is the thing, right? Oh. That's the thing. It's like, as of as of at least like 2016, they didn't have any women on their board of directors. So it's a real like. I have oh. to assume you still don't, since you made that tweet. Yeah, because yeah. it's like, okay, I'm not boycotting Burger King because of that. I just kind know. of never went to Burger King, right? Like, right. <laughs> I'm boycotting Walmart. I just wasn't. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I, my, I boycotted Walmart, Walmart when I was 17. Right, my Walmart boycotts <laughs> like three, four, five, six years in. Like, yeah, it's unflappable it's just, at this I, point. Just yeah, I'm just not right. doing that, so it's fine. Right. I'm not. You know, like I, I'm a vegetarian, so I was. I guess I was already boycotting Chick Fil A already before yeah, I found touche. out about everything. <laughs> like, I will say that I actually my boycott of Chick Fil A did come at a cost. Um, yeah, their milkshakes, dog. Like the chicken sandwiches, mm. I was like, they're all right, but the milkshakes. I mean, you want mm. some decadence, just real fast. <laughs> get the cookies and cream. Wow. Ooh, it was great. But you know. I, I, I like, like gay, gay people, people more than I like uh, <laughs> Oreos crushed up in my ice cream. I feel like you can make them at home, too. Oh, I bet if I we just could if I wanted to. If we, yeah, if we just practiced enough, we could make them as good. Yeah, but also Ben and Jerry's exists. And mm. it seems like at every possible turn, these are some of the greatest people America's ever produced. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, why have uh, 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 <laughs> why have a milkshake you can't get seven days a week uh, mm. And they hate the gays when you can have a pint of ice cream that's full of candy. Yeah, and I mostly don't want a milkshake on Sunday. Or so, I, I mean, I mostly do want a milkshake on Sunday. That's what right, I meant to say. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's sure. the day that I want one. Yeah, it's it's the hangover. You're like, oh, I feel terrible. I want something bad for me. 
<laughs> that's when you would go. And then it's like, you're closed for what? Jesus? Oh, come on. <laughs> at least open up at two. <laughs> like, come on. Now, Jesus done went to bed by 2 p.m. Everybody knows you that. Know, that's why church like, is closed. If some, yeah, if something was going to be closed for church, like, I honestly, like, I don't, I don't know if this is low-key racist and if it is i'm sorry but i would assume like boston market but no boston market's there for me every time you know i, don't know I go there on way. thanksgiving christmas what? like boston I, market is always there for me i will i will uh argue my my um not knowing but how is that low-key racist I just assume because whenever i go to boston market i'm the only white person in there oh. that like that is like predominantly the customer base right oh, okay. and so i also associate like church going perhaps sure 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 so i don't know i guess i, like, I don't go to i don't go to boston market I, I don't think i've ever okay. been in a boston market so that's why i was like what do you mean but to say that uh, okay if, it, if it's predominantly a, a, a particular race that partakes every yeah everyone that i go to but i you know i go to ones in philly i don't know what it's like in other places yeah philly's different like people forget philly's like damn near 50 percent black but anyway yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. so i don't you know i don't know what it's like in like i don't know i don't know if they have boston market in boston (laughs) (laughs) you know i wonder i don't know (laughs) because i i've seen them in massachusetts but i don't know if i've seen anyway (laughs) there's plenty of new york pizzas not in New York. I don't know if there's a single yeah. New York pizza in in the state of New York. I don't think that <laughs> they, they wouldn't name it that. It just makes doesn't make sense. Um, well, I think we have completely gone off the rails, but we I have. do have one more segment for us, and this is a oh, surprise for Daryl. Are it you is, ready for I a surprise? Surprised. Yes, please. Are you ready for a surprise? Okay, so this is a surprise. Game time! What? I didn't know this was happening. Yeah, so he could not cheat. So you know this. I mean, he never does anyway, but now you know this to be true. Uh, okay, so because you're not competing against anyone, it, you know, I win. obviously none of this matters anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but I am going to uh, give you a quiz that's based off of a recent study conducted by Bespoke Surgical, which, what? Um, they used U- Google shopping data to discover what... Uh, sex toy products people were most likely to be looking for state by state. Ooh. So there were uh, a number of options, and I'm going to name a state, and then you are going to guess which of the one, two, three, four, five, six uh, categories that state purchased the most. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So your options for what type of sex toy as a categorization include bondage gear, butt plug, cock ring, dildo, strap-on, vibrator. So those are your options. You got Yep. Yeah, those those to choose from. And I can repeat those as many times as you nah, want. No, I got I wrote it down, man. I'm I see when it's just me, I focus. So yeah, okay. bondage butt plugs, <laughs> cock rings, dildos, strap-ons or vibes. Yes, so I'm going to name states, and then you are going to guess which of those six it is, and uh, are you ready? Mm Mm-hmm. This is exciting. Okay. All right, so let's start with your home state of New York. Uh, What do you think was the largest 
most popular toy category for the this state of New York. For the state to, of New York. See, that's what's tough. Yeah. The city according is going to have, obviously, it's probably whatever is the biggest in the city is going to be the, the biggest just because that's the population center. But, you know, hey, I've been to fucking Buffalo. I, I, I've been to Binghamton. Uh, I've been to Albany. These are these are places with people. And I'm sure they like coming too. Uh, let's go. Let's go dildos. Let's is dildo is your final answer? Uh, yeah. So I would say that that's very close mm. because the answer is specifically strap-ons. Mm. So I'd say close, but not technically according to the rules of this game. So. So, no, that that's good. That's good information. If New York is big on strap-ons, I gotta change up. I gotta change up what I'm thinking. There's a lot of. Okay. There's oh, a yeah. lot more it's picking just, going weird. on than I originally thought. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot happening that I. I'm it's like, hilarious. Oh, okay. I'm being heteronormative for effect. <laughs> it was for a joke. I know it's just it's just women railing each other, which is totally fine by me. I don't have to be involved in everyone's sex. Quart- Por que no los dos? Yeah. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> All right. So let's go to my home state. This is uh, this is fun. Ooh. So what do you think was the, the top seller in Nebraska? I'm going to go bondage gear. I got to. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that your guess? Uh, just because when, uh, when it's isolated folks, I just assume they're into that kinky shit. <laughs> is that your final answer? Uh-huh. You are correct. <laughs> Talk to you are them. correct. There's a lot of sirs in fucking Nebraska. You got a whole barn. You got a whole barn. Oh, you go. You bought an iron cross. <laughs> you know you did. You got those so, beams so far, set up. Oh yeah, someone. Did. Oh, oh, you're yeah. you're into the fucking sh- sh- shibori. Sh- sh- shibari. Shibari. That's what it is. Um. Yeah. I mean, actually, there is a lot. Like, I think the first riding crop I ever purchased was actually just straight up from uh like a horse. Well, place sure. <laughs> it was like horse gear. Yeah, I mean that's so. yeah. It's I actually remember. more expensive there than it is at a sex toy place. Mm. Oh, here's a quick tip: if you want some nice um, bondage rope, um, not rope, like it's essentially if you if you want to tie someone up in a way that's like easily reusable, uh, go to a like pet store and get mm. uh, animal gauze. Because it's like I don't know what the, it's not a fabric it's like a plastic whatever but like it sticks to itself it's reusable because it's meant to be wrapped around fur and mm. uh, the equivalent is sold in sex stores but it's often way more expensive oh yeah yeah all right you ready for your next one mm-hmm. all right so we're gonna go into the state where I currently reside which is Pennsylvania mm. so what do you think the number one toy is? In Pennsylvania. I really just want to know who has cock rings as number one. But <laughs> uh, let's go vibes. Let's go vibes. I'm digging the vibes. Is it vibes? Okay. Is that your, is that your final answer? Yes. You are correct. Boom. Hey. You are correct. Look, we You're out correct. here. I'm a phenom. I know. I You're sitting here to... like Daryl was cheating. I promise you. I wasn't. This is, these are just guess. I got the first one wrong. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That was for, that was for deniability. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's 
Let's scooch it over to uh, to Delaware, to the mm. the state of our our current president. What uh, what about Delaware? Do you think? Oh man, I don't know much about Delaware. Butt plugs. Why? Why did you? <laughs> I'm very curious because I the didn't thought. pick it yet. I don't know if I had to think about. Del- I know. I mean, you know, they're the first state. They don't have a lot of taxes. <sighs> man. Um... <laughs> Yeah, Brandon Vincent Jackson's from there. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, is that your final answer? Uh, let me. You know what? Let's go. Let's go to dildos. I I, I want dildos to win. Okay, is that your final answer? Yes. It's back to strap-ons. Buddy. Son of a bitch! Every time I think. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna do strap ons and I was like, no, let's just fucking go dildo. All right. Well all right. I am glad see... that people feel it's time to strap it up. Uh let's see. Some some other states that might be relevant. I am hoping that I am reading this map correctly, because now I'm gonna be that guy that I just like... I wanna know what Utah is. Oh, all right. Well what do you think Utah is? Pride. Pride Cockering. Let's go Cockering for Utah. You see the Cockering. Utah. Is that your final answer for Utah? Yeah. Let me see that is. I'm looking at the states. It is a butt plug. Mm. It is a butt plug. You just, yeah. you know, you, you think Utah, you think Mormons, you just think a lot of repression, but you never know. You don't. I mean, you never know. There's a bunch of polygamy going on, so... How repressed can one be, really, right? <laughs> um, let's see. You are currently in Maryland. What do you think the number one is there? Ooh, we are too close to the... Too... <laughs> uh, uh, in the last presidency, I would have said uh, absorbable sheets, like like uh, <laughs> wee-wee pads. Am I right? Um, but mm, let's go vibes. Is that your final answer? Yes. It is a dildo. Wow, finally a dildo. All right, I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to switch it up. And now, what I can tell you is that there there are two states where conquering was number one. Mm. Can you name one? <laughs> like, that is a one in 25 chance, but we have already whittled away a few. So True. That would just be a stab in the dark. This is this is the bonus round. I mean, it's a Can it's a stab. Name... It's a stab that's got his veins showing. I'll tell you that. It's actually three. I am mistaken. It is three states. So your odds just got better. Florida. Well, okay. Um. Oh wait. So Florida is your final answer? Well, I mean, uh, you said there were three. Yeah, I'll say Florida is my final answer. Okay. So Florida's number one was dildo. Mm. The places where Cochrane was number one included Oklahoma, Arkansas, and then D.C. And that's oh. where as well, because it's not a state yet, right? Right. Hopefully they will be, but, you know. I, I would like that. <laughs> I think D.C. would like that. I think there's enough people there. I mean, they've been asking for it for a couple decades now. There's a lot more people in D.C. than there are in fucking Wyoming. Hmm? <laughs> But you yeah. have to remember so, it's the right kind of people. I can't remember where I read mm, that, but someone was talking about yeah, it's, mm, it's about getting the right kind of people mm, to vote, not everybody. Mm, and I was just like Oh yeah, the quality. Yeah, it's about the quality, the quality of the votes. Voters. And I was like, Okay, mm. now you know, we could talk about dog whistling, but mm. 
So even dogs were like, yo, shut the fuck up. That is loud. <laughs> a bunch of dogs hiding under <laughs> hiding under couches behind that whistle. We just want quality votes. Oh, so you talking you mean like uh three fifths of a whistle? Or Ooh. which one are you doing? But anyway. Thank you for listening. so that was fun and i will post the map uh on our on our stuff so you can you can check out the stories we discussed this week and and you can check out the map and you can see where your your state fell Mm -hmm. in this so uh so yeah that was that was fun so we talked a little bit about black gender fire where can people buy it or buy your merch or find out more about you go to t public slash I don't even remember. Anyway, you go on my website, uh, DarylComedy.com, and you can see all the things. Uh, I will have already had a uh, one-day stand-up comedy um, workshop with uh, Helium Comedy Academy, but I'm bringing back my Stand-Up 160 class, which is uh, teaching uh, the tenets of improv as applied to stand-up comedy. Uh, that that will be in April, as well as uh, back by popular demand is my storytelling workshop um, with the Philadelphia School of Improv. So both are on my calendar with links to purchase them, um, you know, uh, learn some stuff, be around people who are also learning. And if you just want to see me tell jokes, believe me, I'm hilarious while I teach. I believe it. So, yeah. I believe you. Mm. All right. Well, if you want to know more about me, sexwithtimarie.com, where you can get uh, not only the news stories, the links to the items that we've discussed on the show and many others, you can also get tickets to my upcoming workshops and shows, including, as we mentioned before, Slut Church. Mm -hmm. If you like metal music, you'll love listening to it. If you don't like metal music, put on the music you do like and just watch the bus. I don't know. (laughs) You know, I didn't think about that. (laughs) It's a metal burlesque show. So, like, I think it's great, but, you know, you can still enjoy it if you're not a metalhead. That's fine. Um, And you can get get tickets to our March 27th virtual show, which is on Zoom. So it's interactive. So that means you have a... There's audience participation opportunities is what I'm going to say about mm. that. Um, also, heads up, if you go to sexwithtimarie.com, there is porn on there. I post new porns on Monday. So That's just true. a heads up so you don't open that in front of uh, someone that would be uncomfortable with that. Yep. Every time I have to go look for articles for this show, I sh- dedicate an extra five minutes because <laughs> I'm going to get... Yeah. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well... Yeah, so thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank Thanks you for so supporting much. us for eight years or a year or however long you've been Man, at. yeah, for real. Yeah, all right. So <laughs> that's all we had for today, and I don't have a, another guest to thank. There's another like, thing to say, about? but yeah, no, thank you so much. Uh, we'll be back at you next week. Uh, yeah. Yeah, all right. Peace. Have a good one. Right. Team if you ain't down to fuck.